Coming to you live from the Business Radio X studio in Woodstock, Georgia, this is Fearless Formula with Sharon Klein. Welcome to Fearless Formula on Business Radio X, where we talk about the ups and downs of the business world and offer words of wisdom for business success. And I'm your host, Sharon Klein. And today on the show, we have the co-owner of Riverstone Corner Bistro, also known as the Cheers of Canton. (laughs) It's a country style, southern comfort, American food, great restaurant in Canton, Georgia. Welcome to the show, Shelly Farrar. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. I was telling you right before the show that I kind of did a little bit of cyber stalking. I like to prepare, Mm -hmm. but I actually didn't find much about you from before your restaurant. So I was wondering, it's you and your husband, Mike, correct, that own the restaurant? Uh, We actually have J. Michael's Prime as well. I saw that. I didn't know that either. Yeah. And then um, it's my son. Oh. And um, Michael, and then my brother-in-law, and my cousin. Oh, wow. Now, so you have just a whole recently, it, it's added on oh. through the years. <laughs> yeah. yes. Well, it's worked, right? Yes, I mean. it actually started as me and my son. Oh wow! No um, way. Yeah. So my husband had P.F. Chang's. He was the oh, market yeah. partner for the Southeast, um, and was there. Um, and my son turned nineteen and asked me to help him open up a restaurant. So, so. how did you come up with the concept of this restaurant? We opened the deli first in Town Lake, okay. and me and him had that. And then Dad came along um, when we went over there to look at locations in Canton. And uh, it was bigger than a deli that <laughs> where we were. And um, we decided that we would kind of merge a concept that we were thinking of and do our lunch menu as the deli menu and then the dinner menu as our Southern Comfort menu. Did you have any restaurant experience before you got started in this? Yeah, um, I started out. With Taco Bell, and then <laughs> Let's go back. when I was sixteen, yeah, my right. first job, <laughs> lovely brown polyester outfits. Oh, I was at Win Dixie. Mine was light blue polyester, so oh, it was amazing. Well, I bet you look better blue than I looked in brown. No, I don't think anyone looked good in those outfits. <laughs> but, um, and then I went from there from a, a small town um, Italian restaurant in my hometown, in Ohio. Okay, and just was a hostess and. Um, they like to call me Major D, but I was only 17. <laughs> but you were the Major D. Yeah. And okay. then um, I moved to Florida when I was by myself by myself when I was 19. Just, well, just turned 19, just graduated and had a goal to get out of a small town in Ohio. Jeez. And I um, started working at Chi-Chi's. Oh, Next I know Chi-Chi's. Yeah. yeah. That's I where that. I met my husband the very first day. Um, oh, that's so cute. He said it was love at first sight. <gasps> um, that is too cute. I lost a bet and had to take him out. So. <laughs> And the rest is history. Yeah. Wow, yes. that's actually really a sweet story. Yeah, you know? yeah, we were young, and then um, then I went from Chi-Chi's to Chuggles to Chili's. Okay. So lots of restaurant experience. My husband that was with um, Chi-Chi's, then Romana Macarona Grill. Oh yeah, and then um, P.F. Chang's, and I worked for Outback Corporate Office actually in Tampa as well. So all restaurants, all restaurants, all, restaurants, all mm-hmm. the time. So when mm-hmm. your son approached you and said, let's do our own concept, you felt like you had the skills and enough background to really look into how to make this work. I was shocked. He wanted mom to oh, go into business actually, with kind of sweet. If you think about it, he was like, <laughs> you. Was very sweet. Um, we had done a charity um, serving event because he worked for PF Changs for my husband and we, it was during Katrina and oh, me wow. and him tag teamed and made the most money and, 
maybe that was his motivation. Not sure to like yeah. finally invite me into it. But he came up with a business plan. He came. He had fifty percent down. He was. Um, we thought our both our kids would run from the restaurant world, and they're both in it. Oh, that's so yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so when you were looking at a location, you found a place in Canton, mm-hmm. um, and but it was a, it was obviously a smaller restaurant at first. Um, yeah. So, mm-hmm. how did you come up with the menu items? Like, what was what was um, your concept exactly? We had um, we wanted to focus on some Southern comfort, even though we're not from the South. <laughs> um, but we fell in love with the food. We went around to Charleston and we went to New Orleans and a lot of the places and um, experienced every shrimp and grits you could possibly have. And I'm Fried not a grit tomatoes. person, but I like our shrimp and grits. Um, and then just kind of you know, family family recipes are a lot of our recipes. Like I said, the deli, um, a lot of our lunch items from there. We created our own um, kind of ideas and um, R&D from just research and looking around and kind of trying to make it where it was different. Exactly, right? Mm. To, to stand out. Yeah. So, and then it was hit or miss. Some, some, And then some were, believe it or not, even though we're Southern Comfort Restaurant, we did things like um, my husband's Italian nani did um, sausage, peppers, and onions and potatoes, and we still have that on our meal. Uh, that was her southern meal. Oh wow! Um, with his dad's homemade um, spicy mustard sauce. But that's so cool because mm-hmm. it's like a little bit of your family. Yes. You know, not just a, a menu that you decided will be. Well, this is comfort food. This is fried green tomatoes and whatever. But you actually have your, you know, history. Yeah, and we kind of like to evolve and change and um, be seasonal more so now than ever. Um, and. Yeah, we like food. (laughs) Who doesn't? (laughs) It's a universal. Well, I was looking a little bit about um, what had happened during the pandemic, because obviously that has hit so many business owners. And that's something we talk about on the show all the time. How did you manage the pandemic? And I saw that you had kept your drive through open, which is so smart. How did that work for you? Well, we actually never used the drive through until the pandemic. Um, That was locked off and we never used it. And then my son... The day that we realized things were going to change, um, he was like, hey, I'm going to get a locksmith out here and see if we can open this drive-thru. And then he also was like, you know, as we went through it and we got the drive-thru open, we we didn't really have a real system, but we had a lot of um, very great employees that had worked for Hooters and other places that said, hey, we can put a clothesline up and use our clothes pins that we already had in the system, hang the tickets you know, keep track of it that way. We kind of, you know, made it happen. And that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So we, we actually, we had to lay off quite a bit of people in the very beginning of the first week or two, but by week two, we brought almost everybody back that, um, that wanted to come back. Some wanted to wait a little while, of course, but we were, because we were so busy with the grocery sales, because we also started doing, um, online groceries, um, because my son also, I like to give him a lot of credit because he deserves it. Um, <laughs> he was like, hey, I'm going to the grocery store and I can't find chicken and I can't find milk and I can't find bread. But I've reached out to our vendors and they're telling me I won't have a problem getting these items. So we did a grocery list. There's a lot of people with health issues and things like that, certain dietary restrictions, and they couldn't find these things. So we started doing groceries out of there as well. <laughs> people must have loved you. Mm-hmm. The community um, kept us alive for sure. Um, we loved them, and they definitely showed they loved us back. We cried every day Aww. from their generosity. <laughs> oh, that's so kind. They were very kind. <laughs> so, well, so many companies, so many restaurants didn't mm-hmm. survive. So, how clever of you to come up with sort of a unique 
way and a unique approach in a niche. You know, well, that- like I mentioned, we were all in the family. We all part we're all partners and it was our livelihood. And if we had to close down that restaurant, that meant four families were out of jobs and out of work. Um, and, and not to mention all of our fam- all of our employees, which some were pregnant and some some worked husbands and wife work with us and daughters and sons and um, the family to you, things. yeah, right? all family. So yes. we felt a huge responsibility to just make it, make it happen. And we said, if we we're going to go down, we're going to go down helping people. So um, we spent a lot of time in prayer and spent a lot of time just trying to think of better ways to do it. And sold gallons and gallons of sangria and margarita mix <laughs> that I'm not going to lie was probably our top sales. <laughs> I think everyone needed some help during yeah. that time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I pumped, I, I had to squeeze a lot of lime juice. <laughs> so my muscles, my legs, oh, my legs, my arms never look better. So. so, how has it been to work with family? Some people find it a really huge challenge, but clearly you've been able to find a way to make this a success. I am surprised that we all still talk to each other. And believe it or not, we just um, bought a cabin together as another adventure. Um, we actually go on, va- we're getting ready to go on vacation together, like all 25 of us, all the families. Holy cow. I'm, I feel very blessed and fortunate. We've, don't get me wrong, we've, we have our fights. I mean, I work with my husband and my son and my brother-in-law. Um, Frank's pretty perfect. I don't ever get mad at him. But, you know, we... <laughs> kind of through the years realized what strengths and weaknesses we all have and kind of respect that. You know, we've kind of let go. We have a meeting and actually we have a meeting in the space, uh, usually quarterly, kind of just as partners. Let's talk, let's fight it out. Let's figure out what we're going to do, what we're going to change. If we're going to change anything, I like to throw a lot of things at them. It drives them nuts. I am a um, spur of the moment, like can think of my feet really fast and they are like, they like list and they like really you know, yeah. But that's <laughs> I drive what, them nuts. <laughs> I've I've talked to so many business owners about what it's like to have different personalities that can be very complementary. Mm-hmm. There are some people who are such people people, mm-hmm. and um, I think it takes a village really. It really does. I mean, my husband was not really a people person when he started, but he is so now. Like, I mean, I've known him for thirty five years, and he was not a people person in the beginning, and now he's probably a better people person than I am. He's, you know, very outgoing. He's very touching with the employees. He, I mean, we have a lot of sons and daughters, you know, and we're getting ready to have our first grandbabies. Oh my goodness. Congratulations. So So I can't even imagine what that's going to be like. It's wonderful. I have three. They're the best ever. No, that I'm excited about. I mean, him, he's a softie. We'll we'll probably be very broke. (laughs) (laughs) But in July, 2021, I saw that you moved from your smaller location that had the drive-through to a larger location. So can you tell me what that was like? Yeah, actually that might've been when the plan was to move, but because of the pandemic, we got slowed down a little bit. Gotcha. We moved over there um, last year, oh, okay. um, January of last year. Gotcha. Um, well, that was a funny story in itself. My, <laughs> um, my, we brought on a um, managing partner, um, Rebecca, John, um, that works for us. Okay. She was for my husband at PF Chang's, and we've knew her for years, and she's family friend. And we were all we had all these plans of this big opening and the big opening party and. The week before um, we were slated to open and close it, we opened, we closed our doors January 2nd. We opened January 11th. 
that meant training, moving everybody over, hiring three times more people. Wow. And um, my my husband and my brother-in-law and my son all got COVID. <gasps> no, at the, the same time. The first time they ever had it oh, happened to be that week. So um, actually, not my brother-in-law, I'm sorry. So it was me, my brother-in-law, and Rebecca that had to move the whole other restaurant all by over, close it off, clean it up, get it over there. But we made it happen because of um, just basically our employees jumped in. They did. They were like, we're making this happen. They were more excited, I think, than we were to have a nice, clean, big building with a big bar and yeah, a real bar. Of, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a real bar. <laughs> yeah, our, our other bar was seven people. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, it was like a little tight little. We made the best of it, and we made it happen. But this was my son and husband designed the whole bar and, and kitchen and to kind of make it with our employees in mind for what they sacrificed working for us the last seven years before right. that. So yeah. did you have sort of a dream for your life that did not include a restaurant? And then when your son asked you, let's do this together, like, do you sort of look back at your life and go, I can't even believe I own this restaurant and it's and our lives are like this? Well, I had a lot of dreams. I'm a dreamer and I've, I've, I've been a real estate agent. I'm so realtor. I get bored easily. So I do a lot of things. Um, entrepreneur wise on the side just because I always I don't sleep and I like to keep going we joke about it in fact there's um, a mural in our and there's a lot of flying pigs in our restaurant and people don't understand why and um, I get I get those as gifts and we did a mural as it because I always said I'd open a restaurant with my family when pigs fly (laughs) and here we are a bunch of pigs (laughs) are flying as we speak but, but I'm grateful and thankful and you know it just goes to show you don't know your own dreams, you know, like they, they can evolve and change at any moment and, and, and people that come into your lives can impact. Yeah, because think about how you're talking about all of these people that you worked with in the past from your history are all part of your current life, which says a lot about the kind of people you are. A lot of people burn bridges when they move on or never speak mm. to people again. And you're able to keep these relationships going and then have them in your current life. Yeah, the funny thing is, like my husband, you know, through the years, because he was, you know, kind of harder than what he is now, he has uh, several employees that come back. And even though they're on to bigger and better things, they constantly say, thank you. Thank you for making me the person I am. And I wouldn't be as successful as I was if it wasn't for you. That is our greatest compliment. Like, we we understand people are going to go on, move, grow, and, and go on to different things. And we encourage it and, you know, embrace it. But it, even when we've had to fire people in, you know, and the worst. The, yeah, it's not fun and we still love them, you know, and yeah. that's what we say to them. It's like, we love you, but <laughs> strike three, you know, you gotta, you gotta go for now. Yeah. Um, some have come back after that and yeah. has been, have been incredible, but, um, it really is. Um, I think, I think if you're fair and you're consistent and you truly care, I think it comes back tenfolds no matter what what well, you're doing. People in can life. feel it. They can feel the sincerity mm-hmm. too. I think yes. And mm-hmm. what a compliment to mm-hmm. have people think of him as being your husband. I mean, mm-hmm. as being like a, a challenging personality, but they needed it too. Mm-hmm. You know, and they benefited from it. Well, we always believed in tough love as parenting, and I'm very proud of both my boys. My other son owns has a restaurant with his girlfriend in um, Cartersville. Oh no. And he's a sh- his executive chef, and she's the owner. And what's their restaurant? Um, we'll give him a shout. Okay, out. we'll give a shout. Table twenty. It's Table amazing. 20. And oh yeah, <laughs> congratulations! Thank you. So it's I have to take. Fun. I have to take a visit. You will. He makes everything from scratch and really you know, pushes everything to the limit. And they do a great job, and I'm very proud of them. I was looking at your menu and how you've got these really cool things. These adult milkshakes 
and cocktails in mason jars and seafood and homemade desserts and <laughs> craft beers. I mean, you kind of cover so many really wonderful things that people love. We try, and they they like to tell us when they when we need to add more things. No, <laughs> do they really? Thank I, you for the constructive. Well, and I do the same thing, but that's why my family's like, you know, Shelly, we only have so much fryer space, or Shelly, oh. we only have so much walk in space. Like, you know, what can we get rid of? And then when we try to get rid of things, people get mad too. So you know, we're like, oh, we just try to. That's why we're trying to have a little fun with it seasonal and changing up things at least a little bit. So I saw that you have a, um, a vegetarian, lots of vegetarian options, but you also have a gluten-free menu. Was that a challenge for you to develop? It was in the beginning because 10 years ago, we didn't really know what that was or when exactly. the products and the flours and the breading and all that kind of stuff was totally different. It's evolved obviously with the needs and everything, but it's something we're very proud of as we're now, we haven't gotten as advanced in the vegan and vegetarian as we'd like um, especially the vegan. We're working on it though. Um, but we have a lot of friends and family that are, you know, vegan and vegetarian. So we, yeah, and we will create something like if it's not on our menu, we, you know, just say, Hey, tell us your likes, your dislikes and what you can't have and not have. Cause I'm not, you know, not as knowledgeable as I should be in the vegan aspects. I'm getting better, but we still need a little more work on that. But, um, the gluten-free thing, I mean, our menu, almost our whole menu can be gluten-free. Wow, that's awesome. So anyone could come in and be able to find something that is suitable for them. I believe so. We have a huge menu. Uh, I noticed that. I was there not long ago and I sat on the rooftop and it was so nice. It was just beautiful. Gordon Ramsay would be so mad at us. He would say, cut this menu in half. But oh, <laughs> I didn't know that he does that. He likes like just a little bit. He only, on yeah, it's, we're yeah. Any any professional will probably say you guys have way too much on your menu. But we can't. Like I said, we're he must hate mm, Cheesecake Factory. I yeah, can't decide anything. I know. I only look at the first two pages of Cheesecake Factory, and then I have to say I'll limit it there. <laughs> <laughs> so, what has been something that's been the most surprising to you as you've gone through this journey of opening this restaurant? I think um, the community and the relationships. Um, that is definitely the most rewarding. And also I just never, I mean, you always like, yes, you love hospitality and you want to take care of the people that walk through your doors and you hope and pray they like what you do. And, um, but I think the relationships, um, between our teams, cause they really are family. Um, and also the relationship between, um, us and the community. Um, I've met so many great friends and, um, that are our regulars. And um, I think I never really saw that coming. I never really thought, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work, and I'm gonna get to know these people, and I'm gonna get to know them on this personal level, and we're gonna hang out after work and do things, or not really after work because I work late, but <laughs> go do things. And I, it's just such a huge extended family that I'm so grateful for. Would you say that you've learned like some a big lesson from maybe a mistake that you made, or or something that mm-hmm. you wish you knew beforehand? I've made a lot of mistakes. Oh, me too, girl. We could be here all day. <laughs> and I continue to make mistakes. But I do try to learn and grow from them. I think um, in the beginning, oh gosh, you know, those Yelp reviews and those different things, uh, I would take it so personally. And, um, it's your heart, though. It's your yeah, heart. I would go home. I literally would cry. I would throw up. Oh my, my husband would like to wake me up reading them in bed. Oh, Lord. And like, I, I, I finally said, please stop reading them to me. I can't take it anymore. Because especially in the beginning, oh, man, did we get a lot of bad reviews. Oh, wow. A lot of good reviews, too, but a lot of bad reviews. And, you know, it's funny how you want to give – you somehow don't give credit enough to your good reviews. And, you you know, you, you let the bad reviews suck you in or um, change you or upset you. It's always you. that way, though. The <laughs> criticism is, like, what I remember most about things, not – 
someone who liked what I did. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really have thick I thought I did because I had three brothers and I'm all around guys, but I guess I didn't have a thick skin when it came to attacking, I guess, you personally. Yeah. Um, you and know, your son, too, right? Because <laughs> it's like you're protective of what your son is doing, too. It's yes. probably very complex. Yeah, it was interesting. But also, I think I had to step back and look at myself, take a look at myself and and work on myself. Because why was that getting me so upset? Interesting. Um, If I felt confident about what I'm doing, if I did the best I was, if I could do, and it's never going to be perfect, but if I could learn from it and learn from them, not everybody delivers criticisms the same way. And I I also had, you know, I'm a people pleaser. So to hear I didn't please somebody, you know, was so devastating to me. But I think now I can listen to people and I can also kind of, especially the ones I know now, you know, some of the worst critics are my favorite people now. I just, you know, <laughs> I had to get yelled at by them a couple times and, and I probably, I didn't yell back, but I probably got a little snippy. <laughs> Well, they did tough love with you then. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. Some of the toughest love I've ever had. (laughs) I like that you're still together with your husband, even though he was reading like Yelp reviews. (laughs) It wasn't a deal breaker. That's awesome. (laughs) Um, So how did you also um, have your sister restaurant, J. Michael Prime? How did that come about? Well, we used to go to, it was um, a beautiful building that we loved to go to. We went to Winchester's back in the I day. Remember. And that was our date night. We lived right down the road from there. I always loved the building. Never dreamed we could have the building. You know, um, never did that ever come to mind ever in play. But um, we were driving by and my son's always looking for new restaurants for sale on, you know, sites. And he was like, Mom, that's available. This is how much they want. And uh, besides that restaurant, many other ones. And... I was like, we don't need another restaurant, you know, (laughs) I, I, you know, I I can't spread myself any thinner. But um, then I was driving by one day and I was like, I told my husband, I go, I think God wants us to have this building. He's like, it's too big. It's down a hill. It's never going to work. It didn't work. You know, I was like, okay. You know, a little while later, six months later or so, um, because I think, I think we need to have that building. And long story short, we um, put an offer in. They said, no. We put another offer in. They said no. Um, a year later, they came to us and said, if you still want the building, we'll take your fun- your last offer. Meanwhile, the bank um, had come to us and said, if you want the money, we want to give you the money, all within like 48 hours of each other. And so, yeah, so now we finally have it. And you know, we, I, I still love the building. I still love um, it's still down a hill and it's still, it doesn't but have it does really well. I've been by there where it's just been very busy and people have talked about it, um, as being like a really incredible steak place. You know, mm-hmm. can you describe what this restaurant sort of the ambiance and the menu is like? Well, the name came after Jay Michaels, um, came from Mike's brother's John and, um, and then Mike, um, my husband, Michael, uh-huh. when they were little, they wanted to open a steak and seafood place. And they actually wrote that name down like. I think in a, I think there, we still have the notepad when they're like probably, they're four years apart. So I think Mike, Mike was 11 and John was seven. They or, wrote the I name J. Michael Prime? Not Prime. Oh, but J. Michael? J. Michaels, oh, yeah. Wow. And um, so when we're trying to figure out a name, we're like, well, our son's name's Michael and he's a partner and John and John, you know that. So it just made sense to go with that name. And then Prime just sounded fancy. So we went with that. No, it's <laughs> so true though, but it works. It's Obviously, it works. It's successful. And so how is it running two places or at least being involved in two places? 
and you know, it always in the beginning, it's always harder than um, later when you open up a new place. So, so Jay Michaels is, you know, we opened that and we spent a lot of time over there for the first year. Um, and RCB was kind of already running itself, thankfully. And then, then we moved into a new building and that was like starting over again with RCB. But like I said, we have such a great um, family dynamic that we, we always said, if we're going to own restaurants, we have to be in the building. At least some one owner has to be in the building at all times. So whether it's Frank and we consider Chef Elliot, you know, an owner as well, um, Mike, John, me, and then we have Uncle Tom, who's our bonus, you know, partner. Um, so we just always try to make a commitment to be one place or the other um, at all times. And then now, which is just, like I said, we've grown into this amazing team of 140 employees. Would and, you ever have thought? Would you mm, ever have thought? No, when we opened the, the RCB, we had 10 employees. <laughs> so um, it has what is grown it like a lot. to manage that many people? Um, you know, it's it, it can be challenging, but we really do just have people want to complain about young people all the time about how they don't have work ethic and how they're lazy and how they're we just don't have that. And maybe the lazy ones don't come to get a job. True, but the ones we have, I mean, some of these young people coming up, like we always get more and more impressed with the young people of today. And I need to hear this. This is good no. because I hear a lot of the opposite. <laughs> no, so this is nice to hear. Yeah, the groups we had, like we've just had. 10 graduates um, at RCB and I think eight at um, J. Michaels. I mean, people started with us when they're 15. Wow. And we've had, we have several, we just, you know, we reward them for their year and anniversaries. And we have quite a few 10 year employees. We have a lot of five year employees and seven and above. And even people that go on to have babies and get married, they come back and pick up shifts and they do things or college. I mean, I have one other girl's get just got accepted in UGA graduate school. She's you know here for the summer for a little bit. Take her while I can get her. I always tell everybody, I was like, I don't care if you want to work one day a week, one day a month. If you're if you you come in, you do your job, and you know smile, then you're welcome here. However many shifts you want, and but I mean, you know, there's don't get me wrong. There's some employees that come in and you're like, they've never been told they did anything wrong. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Really? How does it go when you tell them that? <laughs> well, sometimes they cry, sometimes they oh. quit, sometimes they go home and tell mom. But then they come back and then it's like they all of a sudden have this new challenge and they excel. And it's amazing. Like we have people running our window right now, 17, 18 year old kids. And my husband even said, I'm not going to lie. They pushed me aside and they actually do really well. <laughs> he goes, they might be better than me now, which he would never admit ever. So, <laughs> But how interesting that the effect that you're having, like the legacy that you're leaving too, for these people who are new and never really had experience, like what you're teaching them and what that will mean for their lives. It's, it's major. We hope so. But we learn from them too. Like they'll come in and go, well, what if we did this? I was like, well, try it. Let's see what happens. And do they know. do they encourage you to use social media more? Like I know that's mm. such a big deal regarding marketing and having you stand out. And how does social media play into your restaurants? Um, they are more into, I think it's TikToks and Instagrams, which I'm still not abreast with yet. I did have to teach myself the Facebook thing back in the day, and I do a lot. I do all the all all of our social media right now. Um, with bartenders and things like that, I do get them involved with when they create a drink and um, they want to post it, and then I share it. Like we do it through oh, that. That's great. I don't want people to know per se their first and last names. 
because I of safety. Um, I'm very, I guess, protective of that situation. So I'd rather have it posted through our social media as a page, not as them personally. Got you. Got you. So that makes sense because what you're trying to do is promote the restaurant. And mm-hmm. even though you have an employee, you're not trying to put them in a, a, any kind of risk, which these days it is. Yeah. I mean, I don't want them people to fail to find their first and last name. Now they might, I, I will say, come see Kelsey or come see, you know, Belle or, you know, whatever. But And they'll, they can do it on their own stuff. You know, because I'm all about, you know, build, having them build their own regulars and, you know, and building repeat customers. But I still try to. There's sometimes I've had to also coach and teach and preach and um, have a shoulder on people that, you know, got a little too too naive with some customers and, you know, wondered, you know, why it went sour. Interesting. <laughs> so. Well, we, you've got to manage all these different personalities. I can't imagine. Mm. Yeah. And they're, like I said, they're our kids, so... And we always tell them, we don't expect you to be perfect. You know, we just, you know, hope you'll learn from your mistakes. Yeah. Well, that's the goal, right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, okay. So you've really accomplished a tremendous amount, right, in 10 years or so. So how did you manage what I think is sort of a natural fear of failure or fear of the unknown? Because that stops so many people in the business world. Well, like I said, when Mike Mike was making... Very, very good money um, in the corporate world. And he's, he's just gotten to a point where he's like, you know, I think I'm going to have a heart attack if I stay with oh. this company any longer, any company. He goes, I'm just, I think I need to step away and do something else. And of course, we didn't want him to have a heart attack. <laughs> um, but we were, um, we were kind of like, if we're not, and we had worked very hard at becoming debt free and having some money. And we, we didn't want to, have to get investors or have to, because I think that just puts more and more pressure on you. Stressful. And so we thought we'd start out small. You know, um, this was an existing restaurant. It was already furnished. It already had equipment. Um, all we really had to do was some cleanup and inventory. Um, my husband being the number guy also understands you got to have, you know, some money to last you a year because it's going to take a good year to get a restaurant off the building. You get the reputation and get it up and going. But we also didn't want to put any more money than what we had, and we just kind of went in it with, like, if we're going to do it, we better do it now. We're not getting any younger as far as him moving away and stepping out in faith. We spent a lot of time in prayer, and we were just like, you know, there's no time like the present. And I, you know, I've said, I go, we're homeless, we're homeless, but at least we tried it. And I think people just need to get out there and do it. And what's the worst that can happen? You have to go get a job you have to go (laughs) you know go back to what you're doing but if you don't try it I think that's going to be your biggest regret I think that's um the biggest lesson that I've been learning lately is that when I don't take a chance and time goes by it's another holiday it's another year Mm -hmm. another birthday and I haven't done what I believed I would it's there's a pain there that you feel and I think that regret is almost worse than the fear of actually trying I, I definitely think that I mean I even like, I don't know, it's kind of funny now because we're like, okay, why not? You know, it's like, <laughs> guess we'll just see what happens next. Is there, is there mm. anything you're not afraid of it then anymore? Because you really did handle the pandemic in a way that mm. was so unique and helpful and, and has gave you that sort of like bridge to when the pandemic ended. I think everybody has their thing. My thing is, um, even though like I don't go to church every Sunday, but faith is um, something that 
And I've always I failed at a lot of things a lot of times. I'm not really afraid of failing because I'm really good at it. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> I'm like, that should be a country song. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so I think it's like, what's the worst going to happen? Like I said, I'm homeless, or you know, I have to start over, or you know, I've got to try something else, or I got to go another avenue. So you don't have that perfection sort of thought process. Like it has to be perfect. I can't fail because then I have I lose faith face in front of people. Do you know yeah, what I mean? I'm so not that person. Um, so your personality <laughs> lends well to this then. Like, you know, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> I mean, my, my husband, my son, they're, they're my family. They're all OCD and I'm so not, but I'm also, I guess, you know, my husband's always like, you're not afraid of anything. You're not afraid to try anything. You're not. And I'm not, it doesn't mean I try a lot of things that don't work, but I like to learn new things all the time. And I also like to challenge myself and yeah, it's like, it's not like I, but I, I guess I, I, I'm not really into material things. So it doesn't matter to me if I have to lose some material things. Um, so maybe that's part of the, like, it's okay. Well, it clearly works for you because in 2022, you were the traveler, you won a traveler's choice award. And then 2023, currently you've got mm-hmm. the diner's choice award for open table. What, what are those awards? Like, it must be so affirming. Um, they mean a lot because they come from the customers. You know, that's really, that's how we evaluate our success is what the customers think. Like, we don't really, we don't do print. We don't write articles. And even doing something like this is very, I've, like I said, this is only the second time I've done this. And You're doing so great. So. We're almost done. You're doing <laughs> okay. so great. Um, we don't really like to talk about ourselves. So we like to, like, kind of talk about the community and what can, what can we do for the community? What can we do to make this place a better place to live in for our for our guests, for our employees, you know, and for our families. You also offer catering, I saw. Yes. Yeah, we do a lot of catering. Um, we do, you know, a lot of deliveries and caterings. We'll do full service catering and just, you know, platters and things like that. So you, do you ever take time off? Like I know you just said you had a cabin or you're about to go on vacation. What is it like to leave? This is the first year um, that we've actually taken. Well, not I wouldn't say we take time off because when you're, when you have things, you're never off. Like I'm doing all the social media and we're doing, my husband's always on the computer and we're, as because we've built so many relationships with regulars, they like to tell us when we're doing things right and wrong and they'll <laughs> privately Thanks. message me and phone them, phone me. And, Gosh. and, um, they all, the big joke is, you know, they'll go, people will go in the restaurant and they're like, oh, well, they said Shelly said. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so I, I've gotten to a point where I just tell the guy, I go, just say Shelly said. They love that, you know. Um, and my whole thing is I say, if, if anybody comes in as mean to you, they're not my friends. So if they say they're Shelly's friends, if they're mean to you, I promise you they're not my friends because my <laughs> friends would never be mean. They would secretly, you know, they would tell me behind the scenes, like, hey, just because I care about you, it wasn't yeah. on par. But um, interesting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So what would you like to see happen in the next five or 10 years? Would you like to have another restaurant or would you just like to continue to grow this one or both of them? If you ask me and you ask my partners, there's totally different things. I'm just kidding. Now, my my husband and son, and I think they're always looking for the next next adventure, um, next venture. Um, I think I would like to kind of transition myself into – behind the scenes and we're looking into bottling some things and um i really like the mixology side of the um the bar creating um new new things and and doing things like online 
that um, we want to do some of our sauces in our um, – that's really my husband's son's dream. But I'm okay with, like, helping to market that kind of thing. And um, really, I, I don't know. Like, I do I, – I say my kids – my son and my husband want to do that. But I love an idea of a wine and dessert bar and a venue. I do – I love doing special events. So maybe something like that. So the future is bright. <laughs> or, Maybe I'll be in public. Or I'll mentor someone else to do it. Yeah, really. <laughs> so. No, I was thinking I'll be in public and see some of your sauces or wines or whatever, yes, you know? Yes. Yeah, I hopefully. mean, you never know. It's so. Yeah. It, what's cool is that you really just let life unfold for you mm-hmm. and not try to control it. You just do the best you can in the moment. And then what's meant to happen is actually happening. <laughs> yeah, well, my husband has more of an agenda. But yes, oh. <laughs> they do better. They're better at that. But we also don't get stressed about it. It's like if it, it, the timing... Is, is trusting in the timing, you know, what's, you know, what, what doors are going to open next and not be closed minded about it. And that's why when you asked me that, I was like, oh, I can say that, but now we just, open, we just bought a cabin for an Airbnb and we bought another property to build one. And wow. so there's, there's things that, and that's still part of hospitality because we yes. want to take that to a whole new level when people come to stay there. So. Well, you never know. Never know. Who knows? <laughs> well, how could I could just move in there? I'd be okay. <laughs> Where's Shelly? <laughs> yeah, I am there a lot. I've been decorating, <laughs> so. but it's so fun, and I mm-hmm. think that's really huge because the energy that you have about it is fun, is like joy and fun, and helping the community. Not just thinking about yourself and what we can get out of it, mm-hmm. but um, actually having a place that creates an atmosphere that creates memories for people. That you're affecting not just someone's experience having dinner, but the employees that you have and what that can mean for their lives it's like so fun yeah I don't think I would do anything that wasn't fun you know because I think it's important that you have fun doing what you do no matter what it is you know but I think you've got to um, have a light spirit about it and go with the flow and know that everything's not going to be perfect really ever (laughs) well you've made this really fun I've really appreciated you coming and chit-chatting with me about your history Mm. and I have an appreciation for your restaurant that Mm. I hadn't before and so I hope everyone who's listening has the same experience too well thank you I appreciate you having me here and honored that you would even think of me so thank you it's my pleasure (laughs) how could people get in touch with you or what would you say is the best way for them to find out more information Um, they can go onto our website so jmichaelsprime.com or rcbcanton.com got you all right well thank you so much everyone for listening to fearless formula on business radio x and again this is sharon klein reminding you that with knowledge and understanding we can all have our own fearless formula have a great day